Welcome to the Ghost Gale Podcast, a podcast dedicated to paranormal investigations and histories. I'm your Ghost Gale, Liz Kowal. Today's episode features stories sent in by listeners. I hope you enjoy. This story is from listener Rat Saw Dog. This experience happened 9-10 to 10 years ago while sleeping over with a group of friends. I was probably 15 or 16 at the time and lived in a rural area of Ontario, Canada. My friend often invited friends over on the weekends because he hated to be alone in his house. He would often tell us how he would feel something whispering his name on the back of his neck. We would listen to his stories but dismiss them, but I would agree that his house was creepy. Whenever I would go get a glass of water or go to the bathroom, I could not shake the feeling that something was off. I would catch a chill that would raise goosebumps and it would send a tingle down my spine. It was a pretty average weekend, and as the night was winding down, we went to bed. We were all talking quietly in his room when all of a sudden we hear a crazy loud bang. This startled us and scared us terribly. We all looked at each other speechless and could not find words. We stared at each other wide-eyed. My friend was the first to find the words. He whispered, what was that? I asked my friend if there was a chance that one of his father's guns could have gone off. He said his father would not keep a gun loaded. We crept out to the hallway and checked his father's gun case in the back room of the house. Nothing out of place, no guns had gone off. Our next thought was that it was outside of the house. We grabbed a gun and a couple shells. We did not load the gun, but we kept it in our hand because we had a real fear someone had shot very, very close to the house, if not inside the house. We checked windows or some sort of indication that there was an intruder, but we could not find any sign of anyone or anything. Walking through the kitchen, my friend stopped dead in his tracks. He pointed to a candle holder on the wall. The candle was gone. Under the candle holder, there was a desk flush against the wall and underneath the desk was a large round candle standing straight up. The only explanation that we could come up with is that the candle was thrown against the wall of the room we were sleeping in. I have always been skeptical but interested in paranormal. I always look for rational explanations to noises or when I see something. But this one I could not find any way to explain. When I think about the story, I always get teary-eyed and goosebumps because I cannot explain how the candle ended up where it did and the fear of the loud bang it created. There is no chance that any other human was in the house with us or on the property without us finding evidence of this. My friend told his father about this and he told him a story of something similar happening to him. This next story comes from I'm Sinister Strange. This happened 12 years ago. I was 18 and on my own. My parents and I had a falling out and I was renting crap holes with friends. This had been my third apartment in six months. I live in the greater Moncton region in New Brunswick, Canada. A couple of my buddies had a room available for rent in an apartment they were renting and a house that was built at least 100 years before. The neighborhood was kind of crappy. Most properties had been bought, demolished, and industrial buildings were put up. We lived next to a dairy processing plant. Our apartment had half of the second story and all of the third of a three-story house. 
Three of us lived there, and it was a known party house. There was always people there, always, except this one night. My roommates decided to hit up a house party in a neighboring town, and all of our friends joined while I had to work. I worked as a dishwasher at a local pub nearby and got home around 11.30. There was no one home. I then decided to use the computer in my room and listen to some music and relax. It didn't take long before I heard footsteps upstairs. Not overly loud or quiet, just normal footsteps sounding like someone was wearing some sort of footwear. I went upstairs to look. There was no one. There was only one set of stairs going up and my room had the only hallway to leave. No one could have gotten by me. The air felt heavier than normal. Thinking my imagination was playing tricks on me, I went back to my room and onto the computer. Maybe ten minutes later, bang, bang, bang. Three loud thuds came from upstairs. The ceiling rattled. The glass casing over the light in my room shrieked against the metal holding it. Wasting no time, I bolted upstairs. I'll catch you, f***ing squatter, I yelled out. I examined the washroom, bedroom, and the living room quickly yet thoroughly. Nothing was getting past me. Empty. Every room was empty. The air feeling even heavier than before. It was a hot summer night, over 35 degrees Celsius. I passed it off as a third floor room not having AC. I went back to my computer. This time I placed a bat next to my room entrance. 20 minutes later. Bang, 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 bang. Louder than before with more force. The glass casing fell off the light in my room this time. Now my motivation being fueled by both fear and anger, I sprang upstairs, bat in hand. Examined every room, finishing with the living room. Nothing. Empty. Although this time I could see my breath as if it was winter, but I didn't feel cold. I ran back downstairs and out the door. I went to the pub next to our house and had a beer to calm my nerves. What was going on in that house? That night my roomies came back home and saw me sitting at the computer chain smoking. I told them what had occurred and of course they didn't believe me. They thought I was pulling a prank trying to frighten them. A couple of days pass, nothing happens. On a weekday night, a roomie and I were trying to decide who was the better fighter and decided to have a wrestling match in the house. Dumb idea, of course, but 18, young and dumb. This went on for a few minutes and moved to the hallway out from our living room somehow. I picked him up and threw him into the closet in the hallway. He fell back and went through the wall, straight through. Legs dangling through the new hole in the closet, he yells out, Check this out, there's a room here. A small room 8x6 hadn't been touched or seen in ages. A small cleared-out bedroom with creaky floorboards. One floorboard creaked in particular. We pried it off. Under the floorboard, we discovered old newspaper clippings, empty bottles of strawberry extracts, a shoe, and the buckle portion of a leather belt. Reading the articles, which somehow survived, they all pertained about someone called the Nighthawk. Very little information could be extracted from the articles. He was some sort of criminal, but unsure what he did. Next day, we went to the library and poured over old newspapers to find out what he was. Turns out he used to kidnap rich kids in the area and hold them for ransom. There were hints he used to murder those that didn't pay up, but we didn't find anything concrete. I want to tell you about the orange ball of light. It was 2016 and I was working in Hillsboro, Ohio. 
I just got off my shift from work and was driving home, sometime between the hours of 10pm and 1am. I can't remember the exact time. I was on Route 50 heading home. While driving, I saw an orange ball of light that looked like Jarvis from Iron Man. It was about 10 to 20 feet above the trees, if that. I was heading towards the water treatment plant right before you get to Bainbridge. I rolled all of my windows down to make sure it wasn't a helicopter. There was no noise from this thing. I hunkered down to even make sure it stayed in the same spot, and it stayed there. I went under it because it was directly over the road and looked back after I went under it, and it was gone, vanished, no noises made. I was freaking out. This last story is from Allie W99. I have tons of encounters as this has been going on for a few years now. Currently, I have four entities attached to me that I know of. The first entity is a ghost I call Coda. At first, he was negative and caused some harm, mainly made my anxiety and depression act up without any reason. The second entity, I believe, is a demon. This one has been very difficult to deal with, as it has once sent me to the hospital because of it choking me and putting pressure on my chest. I could barely breathe. This one has caused me a lot of pain, physically and mentally. The third one is a red-eye shadow person. From what I've read, this is the worst kind to have and is considered to be a sign of death to some people or cultures. This one caused me physical harm and will show itself in broad daylight. The fourth one is an entity of some sort that takes the form of a Wendigo. It's negative to me and is sadistic because it messes with me mentally. It's trying to make me go crazy. It will also sometimes cause physical harm, but it's nothing compared to the first two. Allie, if you're listening to this, I would encourage you to reach out to some paranormal investigators that are local to you and they may be able to point you in, in the right direction of someone that could help you. Uh, if you are unsure who to reach out to, please send me another email and I'll put you in contact with some people who may be able to help you. Okay, here's a story of one of my paranormal experiences. This happened in a house I was renting with a friend in Lansing close to 20 years ago. She had gone home to visit family for the weekend, so I was there by myself. I was sitting on the couch watching TV, and I heard footsteps running back and forth across the room above me. I initially thought it was her cat, but realized her cat was sitting on the couch next to me. Then a few minutes later, I heard those same footsteps running back and forth, and I knew I wasn't just hearing things because even the cat looked up at the ceiling. I walked upstairs to see what was going on, but I didn't see anyone or anything, and I just turned off the light and walked out. I eventually fell asleep on the couch. Throughout the night, I heard several odd sounds, but tried to ignore them. I had my face towards the back of the couch, and there was a blue leather recliner in the living room, and I heard someone sitting down in it. I was too freaked out to even try and look and see what it was after all of the things that had been going on that night. And I just pulled the covers up over my head. If it was a murderer, he would have killed me. That house was pretty interesting. There was a lot of paranormal things going on there. I woke up one night and my bed was shaking. That was terrifying. Also, the basement had a really negative energy to it, and my roommate and I were both in the veterinary field, so we had quite a few animals, and none of them ever wanted to go anywhere near that basement. It was a type of basement where you could just feel that somebody was watching you. 
having to go down there to do laundry, I would run down as fast as I could, get my laundry in, and run back up the stairs. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Listener Stories. If you would like to have your story featured, you can send them to me at ghostgalepodcast at gmail.com. Also remember to follow me on social media at ghostgalepodcast. Upcoming episodes will include my investigations at the Old Mill in Dundee, Michigan, the USS Edson, the investigation at the Orson Star House. If you'd like to investigate with us, we do have some public ghost hunts coming up, so make sure to check those out on Instagram and Facebook for those upcoming dates. You can also catch me on the Paranormal Pop, which is featured the first Wednesday of every month on Blog Talk Radio. If you're enjoying the podcast, please make sure to share, like, and leave a review on Apple Podcast. I'm your ghost gal, Liz Kowal. You're dead to me. Mm-hmm.